Hey, what's up, everybody? I'll lead you after back at a brand new episode here at the Wealth Ladder. Today, we got some interesting things we'll talk about. But before we get started, I'd like to encourage you guys, if you haven't subscribed yet, then consider subscribing to this podcast. And don't forget to rate the previous episodes if you've been listening to me for a while. This would definitely get me uh, some help and get the word out there for those individuals who are looking to listen in to get some value from exactly what you're learning here today. So with that said, let's concentrate on today's topic. There's a lot of things that are happening post-pandemic financially. Individuals are coming together now as families and are thinking up their next financial moves. They're thinking about what are some of the things they're going to do moving forward when it comes to the lifestyle that they decide to pursue. The biggest thing that's going to change is how they control their money. I believe that a lot of people have learned a hard lesson here with the pandemic when situations have gone rough. Uh, people have been suffering and strangling themselves with the process of going through financial stability. And of course, the instability in the financial marketplace caused a lot of stress for individuals who are already strapped with capital and cash. The biggest concern was always, was there enough cash and liquidity and also perhaps credit to tap into in case something was needed, you know, emergencies were happening in case something was was in need and needed to be done essentially. And a lot of people found themselves in a corner when it came to this situation because they weren't really prepared for the, for the, for the exact scenario of, of this whole pandemic. And also the fact that a lot of people were also very scared on what the outcome was going to be if they were employed, whether they were going to be part of a huge list of layoffs or whether, you know, if they had a business, how tomorrow would look like with given all the regulations and social distancing and all these type of things. Why am I doing this episode and why are we talking about this right now? Well, the simple answer to that is, is quite easy to understand. And it's the fact that you need tools and resources moving forward. You need to kind of, you know, get back and collect yourself and your thoughts on some of the steps and how to systemize those steps specifically for yourself going forward and what you need to do uh, collectively as a community, as well as yourself on a personal level, based on the financial goals you have. A lot of people have been pushed back. A lot of people had financial, you know, dreams and goals that they wanted to attain this year. They were on track to attaining that. And due to these circumstances, everything was set back and perhaps even a lot of dreams were destroyed in the process. So my goal here today is to encourage you to continue pursuing whatever you were doing, uh, but more importantly, have a process to systemize. And also, we always talk about crisis management. You know, a lot of things that I teach when it comes to credit, as well as personal finances, is understand and evaluate crisis management as though it were to happen. And what would you do? And what kind of stuff do you have set aside to, to make sure not only are you protected, but also the fact that you can continue and thrive and strive going forward. So with that said, I really want you to concentrate on the type of systems that you're developing for yourself post-crisis. Um, you know, how are you going to manage crisis in the next, some situation were to happen, let's say in the future? Uh, if so, what are some of the systems you're going to use to comfortably get out of that crisis while being able to be, um, you know, sustained during that time if it were to happen again? So this is really the time to understand crisis management. This is the time where we really need to concentrate on some of the things that we need to do as individuals to look at ourselves, look at our finances, look at the lifestyle we've been living and reevaluate some of the corners that we need to kind of push out. We, you know, look at some of the boundaries of comfort that we're willing to push just in case, you know, something else were to happen in the future. And not to say that the current situation we've gone through has taught us a very harsh lesson, like I said at the beginning. 
So crisis management requires systemization. Some sort of systemization means that you have to sit down and evaluate what are some of the things that you're willing to do when it comes to your personal finances and what are you looking to cut back on. But cutting back on doesn't necessarily mean that you always have a sustainable future. That also requires some sort of predictable growth on your side financially in terms of the income you're making or some of the investments that you've made as well. So factor in all these type of things, I think companies, investment groups, and all sorts of things out there and organizations are going to adapt to this new norm. Uh, but for yourself, you know, you have to systemize something on, on your own capacity to be able to maintain and grow that investment level or type of income that you have, as well as to, you know, gradually be able to save on some of the things that you're spending on. Uh, more importantly, be able to have a sustainable future. So how do we systemize, right? So there's a lot of things I talked about in the past when it comes to budgeting, when it comes to understanding the situation of accounting, uh, accountability plan with yourself, your family. Uh, but in this situation, I think what we're looking at here is a holistic approach. And what I mean by holistic is essentially something that overviews everything about your life, including medical needs, including you know health, including uh, transportation, including food costs, including family maintenance, including uh, business investments or, or predictable future investments that you're willing to put in uh, by putting money aside on a regular basis. So all these type of things is what you have to consider when it comes to crisis management. All these type of things have to be part of your calculation. They have to be part of something that you automatically include. So consider these elements as I'm telling you, because you need them, right? And, and, you know, you might have to sit down and it's going to take you some time to really come together and put, put an infrastructure there, but you need to do them because if you don't, what's going to happen is you're going to put yourself in a situation where it's going to be very complicated. And the more complicated things are, the more difficult it's going to be for you to even, you know, pursue some sort of financial avenue for yourself to create some, some wealth. So take the time that you need spread next couple of days, perhaps, uh, and give yourself the schedule that you need to in order to get something going for yourself where you can understand crisis management. You have the time to sit back, think really clearly and say, this is what happened to me financially. And what are some of the things I'm not willing to let it happen again? And what are some of the action plans that I have for myself that I know for a fact that I'll be ready for another crisis should it happen? And the fact that this taught me a lesson that I'll never forget. And here are some of the things I learned. So be, be comfortable documenting that because if you do and if you're comfortably documenting and if you're essentially putting yourself in a position where you can sit down and say, you know what, this lesson was important for me. I learned a lot. And not only did I learn a lot, I know exactly what I need to do to make sure that this doesn't happen again. And with that said, this is where you're going to go ahead and strive, right? This is where you're going to, you're going to flourish. Um, so lessons learned, right? Crisis management requires education first. It requires planning second, and it requires some sort of game level execution third. And by having all these things set aside and, and organized, uh, you know, you don't have to worry or think about it too much as you go into the future because you can tap into the resource of the system you've just designed by nature to protect yourself and be able to sustain uh, while growing, right? So a lot of people don't realize that, but crisis management is not just personal, right? It has to do everything in your financial life. Perhaps if you have a business, that's also something that you want to consider. We, you know, we talked about business survivability in one of my episodes where I talked about how to ensure that you can survive during these trying times by communicating, uh, but there's more to that in, when it comes to crisis management, right? You really have to start, like I said, the way you would organize your personal crisis management situation as to evaluate, learn the lessons, document and, and execute. Uh, the same processes have to be taken into consideration for your business as to ensure that there's no significant damage being done as you're trying to build your wealth and it's not being crippled due to unforeseen circumstances that we've just witnessed here and have gone and lived through. 
so I hope this episode gave you some clarity in terms of crisis management. It really wanted, I, I really wanted you to, you know, concentrate on the better things to do. I really want you to take your time to document things. I want you to really take your time to systemize, to, to think about stuff clearly uh, in terms of the lessons you're learning and what are some of the things you can do preventively uh, to ensure that these things don't come again and uh, it doesn't haunt you or your business and your success towards building the wealth that you desire to build. So with that said, I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. This is Ali after your guide and mentor. And once again, if you haven't subscribed to this podcast, don't forget to subscribe and turn the notifications on so every new episode is released. You'll be the first to know. And if you liked it and enjoyed this podcast, don't forget to share it with those that you feel would benefit from understanding the lessons I've taught to you today. In addition to that, rate it so that other individuals can also see the great information you're getting and have access to the same information via distribution. And that would definitely help me out as well. So with that said, again, Alita Raftor, your guy to mentor. I'll catch you guys in the next one. Bye for now.